Hello, hello, friends. Welcome back to Gracely Fitness Podcast. I'm Greg Archer, your host. As you already know, in this show, I cover a wide range of subjects from leadership and management to everything between self-care, well-being, mental health, uh, up to wholeness, healing, spirituality, faith, and lots more. In the next weeks, I'll be inviting guests who are experts in these areas. They'll be sharing from their experiences and wealth of knowledge. Please follow the podcast to ensure you don't miss any of our upcoming episodes. And please do me a favor and share with a friend. This week's episode is titled, No More Worries, or No Worries. I'll try to help you understand what worry is about, what worry is, why people worry, the consequences of worrying, and most importantly, how to manage worry. But before I get started, I wanted to thank you for being a part of this show and this community. I do not take your connection for granted. Thank you. I also want to thank those who have written in in the past weeks to share testimonials and how the podcast has been a blessing. Thank you so much for sharing. That really has been a great motivation to continue um, to gather content and um, publish the podcast. So thank you so much. I'll start today with a short joke that I just heard. Uh, The joke goes this way. Adam, the first man, was quite lonely. And God came to Adam and said, I will make you a companion, a friend. I'll make you a woman who will love you, always be there for you, cook for you, take care of you and will never fight or argue with you. And Adam asked God, what will a woman like this cost? And God said, an arm and a leg. Adam took a time, you know, thought through it a bit and asked God, what can I get for a rib? And the rest is history. Back to this week's theme, no worries. Worry is defined as a state of being anxious and troubled over an actual or potential problem. So worry causes people to feel anxious and troubled about actual or potential problem. Potential problems are problems that are in the future. Problems that are not there yet, but they're in the future. So worry is like uh, thinking about the problem that is in the future or that is not even there yet. Um, To kind of define worry is what to also look at a, a quite old word. Um, where worry was derived from 
in I think it was a 15 word English word which means to strangle so worry was derived from a word that means to strangle and worry indeed chokes the beauty out of life it deprives people from enjoying today while thinking about tomorrow worry puts all the focus and energy on a potential problem and takes all the attention away from the be present beauty, the beauty of today or the present. No worries. The, the subject or the theme of, of today's podcast is an Australian expression that was first recorded in the 1960s. Uh, it's a phrase that was used to express agreement or to convey that something is proceeding or has proceeded as, as needed or as required or that something has proceeded uh, satisfactorily. Uh, and no worries, you know, uh, means hakuna matata. I'm sure you know the Swahili expression hakuna matata, which if translated means is a problem-free philosophy, but ultimately also means no, wor no worries. On a personal level, I love and practice this philosophy. I mean the philosophy of hakuna matata because it frees my mind. It helps me keep my head when others are losing theirs. And friends, I want to introduce you to this philosophy. Why do people still worry? Considering that most people are aware that worry makes them anxious and upset. Why is it that people still worry? Research shows that we still tend to lean on worry when facing problems in our lives. And the reason is because we worry as a way to feel emotionally prepared for a negative outcome. Overanalyzing information, you know, some people call it analysis paralysis when you hear that the interest rate has gone up and you start to analyze everything what everything that means people worry also due to past experiences and the potential of reoccurrence for instance if you have experienced lack and hunger any potentiality to lack will trigger worry. But it's worth to mention that worry may have a lot of adverse effects, physical and mental, on us. Excessive worrying can make you physically ill. Sometimes, as little as nagging as a nagging concern 
in the back of your mind can cause you to be sick. And, uh, you know, medical science shows or says that it might actually affect um, your heart. Prolonged worrying can cause stress and anxiety. And uh, these outcomes of worrying, stress and anxiety have physical expressions like uh, headaches, constant headaches, migraines, shakiness, fatigue, the list goes on and on. And prolonged worrying or prolonged stress and anxiety could lead to even very severe consequences like depression. So it's important that we manage our worries. When the worry kicks in, because sometimes worry, the, the worry subtly creeps into, your, you know, into our minds. Sometimes we don't even realize it. So when worry kicks in, when worry gets into your minds, it's important to know how to manage it. Because the decision is yours on how you actually behave. You either allow it to run your day and your life, or you say, no, I'll be calm and allow whatever the situation is to play out. I'm not going to worry about it. I'm not going to stress over it. I will let it play out. Because sometimes we don't actually have control over the situation. Personally, I will share with you as a Christian, what I do is go to God with the situation. And I say, God, I'm presenting the situation to you. You promised to fight my battles. This situation is overwhelming to me, but it's no match to you. I will be at peace and let you go to war. This is how I manage it. You too can manage it the same way. You may not be a Christian, but in times when worry creeps in, go to whatever you believe in. Hand it over to the supreme being that you worship and stay at peace. Worrying is like uh, sitting on a rocking chair. So you keep rocking, you go back and forth, but you're in the same position. You're, go you're going nowhere. Negative thoughts will always come. No matter who you are, whether you're successful or not, whether you're rich or you're poor, whether you're young or you're old, your mind is the bull's eye for worry. That's the, the target for worry. So be selective of what you think. Worry is an outcome of a negative thought that you have allowed access to stay in your mind. If a thought is not positive, encouraging, hopeful, friends, discard it immediately. It is not good for your mind. It is worrying or worry trying to plant negative seeds to take root in your mind. So discard it like almost immediately. 
I am by no means saying you should deny reality. But don't keep your mind stayed on negative thoughts, even if it is reality. Get your mind going in the right direction and your life will go in the right direction. Someone said where the mind goes, your life goes. You will draw in what you constantly think about. You move towards what you think. What are you playing in your mind? What are you giving access to in your mind? Do you know you have control over your mind and what you allow access in, you know, to your mind? You have the authority over your mind. You have the key to your mind. So you can allow access to worry or you can give access to positive or negative thoughts. Friends, announce today to worry that there is no vacancy in your mind. That your vacancy in your mind is for positive and uplifting thoughts. I've said this uh, before, that the mind is the battlefield where life's battles are won or lost. Your mind is the most valuable asset you have. So keep it safe. Keep it positive. And keep it clean. Your word for reflection or a word for self-reflection is the following. Take a moment Take some time and reflect. Is your thoughts positive? Is your thoughts negative? Are they limiting or are they empowering you? Take a moment. Take just two minutes and think through it. But whatever your answers are, here are three ways to manage your worry. Number one, when a negative thought comes, erase it and replace it. Erase it and replace it. Erasing the negative thought is not good enough because in nature, there is no place for vacuum. So you can't leave your mind empty. But replacing it, replacing the negative thought with a positive, hopeful thought makes a difference. Because you're taking away the negative and then you're replacing it with the positive. Replace the negative with positive potential outcomes. Make use of positive affirmations. I think in the last episode, we touched on it a bit. If you learn this principle to consciously erase, or you can use the word delete and replace, you will no longer give in 
to worry. So number one is when negative thoughts come, erase it and replace it or delete it. Number two, and replace it. Be careful who has access to your life and your mind. Growing up, my father used to tell us, tell me with whom you go with and I'll tell you who you are. It was very important for him because he knew the association we kept will, to an extent, determine who we became. So friends, you are a product of the association you keep. Who are you allowing to speak into your mind? Who are you allowing to speak into your life? I can ask the question differently. Who is in your inner cycle? You might want to review who you allow access to your inner cycle because that determines the health of your mind. And as you know, where your mind goes, your life goes. I am personally conscious of that. I review my inner cycle every six to one year to make sure that I have the right people within my inner cycle. So friends, shut the door to bad sources of information that might influence your mind negatively. And be sure that you, have, you allow access to people who will speak positivity, who will speak life to your mind. And then number three, evict the negatives that have lived or have taken root in your mind. Most of us have lived life, you know, with negative experiences, negative information, and to an extent, these have taken root in our mind and caused us to worry. It is time to evict these bad tenants that have been living in your mind. Tell worry you have overstayed your welcome Sorry, your lease has expired. Same to fear. You are evicted. Say, tell to fear you are evicted. You are no more welcome here. You no longer live here anymore. I'm no more afraid what is going to go wrong, but I'm more excited about the potentiality of what will go right. If you will do this and apply the principle I've shared with you today, you will take back your mind. You will control whatever enters your thoughts. Worry will permanently be kicked out of your life. And you will live the life of Hakuna Matata, a problem-free lifestyle. Thank you. Thank you for your time today. Let me know if this has been a positive addition and encouragement to you. Please email me or contact me on Instagram. All contact information can be seen on the episode description. And until I come your way next week, no worries.